Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 598, for Wednesday, March 14th, 2020. This is the BGG Pageviews edition. Re-entering at number 20, Pax Pamir, second edition, by Cole Wehrle, published by Whirly Gig Games, with 9,972 views. That is... An increase of 3,243, or 48% from last week, and is 88 more than the number 21 game, but is 418 fewer than last week's number 20, and the first time since January 4th that the number 20 game has been under 10,000 views, although only under by 28. After two weeks in the top 10, Sliding from number 9 to number 19, Tang Garden, by Francesco Testini and Pierluca Zizzi, published by Thundergriff Games, with 10,067, 95 more than Pax Pamir, and a decline of 45%. That is the largest decline on the list this week. Climbing two spots from number 20 to number 18, Everdell, by James A. Wilson, published by Starling Games, with 10,326, 259 more than Tang Garden, and a decline of just 0.6%. Re-entering at number 17, Chronicles of Crime, by David Sicurel, published by Lucky Duck Games, with 10,495, 169 more than Everdell, and a gain of 34%. After spending four weeks out of the top 20, at number 21, then down to 27, then back up to 24, to 21, and now up five spots to number 16 again, Maracaibo by Alexander Feaster, published by Games Up and Capstone Games, with 10,715. 220 more than Chronicles of Crime, and a gain of 8.5%. So less than a 1,000 views span Maracaibo at number 16 to Pax Pamir at number 20. Entering at number 15, Monumental, by Matthew Dunstan, published by Funforge, with 11,530, 815 more than Maracaibo. Climbing again for the third straight week from number 15 to number 14, Scythe by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games with 11,795, 265 more than Monumental, but a decline of 8.5%. Two weeks ago at number 13, last week up to number 11, this week back down to number 13, On Mars by Vital Lacerda, published by Eagle Griffin Games, with 13,704, 1,900 more than Scythe, or more than the gap from Scythe at 14 down to Pax Pamir at number 20. But that's a decline for On Mars of 18%. After two weeks back in the top 10, tumbling from number 3 down to number 12, Brass Birmingham, by Matt Tolman, Martin Wallace, and Gavin Brown, published by Roxley Games with 15,000, 
575. That's about 1,900, more than on Mars, and a big decline of 35%. Entering at number 11, Museum Pictura, by Eric Dubu and Olivier Melisson, published by Holy Grail Games, with 15,866, 291 more than brass. We have three new entries in the top ten, none of them debuts. The three games falling out are from 3 to 12, Brass Birmingham, from 9 to 19, Tang Garden, and from 8 to 25, Viscounts of the West Kingdom. Holding on to the number 10 spot for the second week in a row, Wingspan by Elizabeth Hargrave, published by Stonemeyer Games with 16,251, 385 more than Museum, and a decline of under 4%. Stepping back two spots from number 7 to number 9, Root by Cole Weirley, published by Leader Games, uh, with 18,706, 2,500 more than Wingspan, and a decline of just under 2%. After two weeks at number 5, sliding three spots to number 8, to its lowest position in six weeks, Terraforming Mars, by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with 19,124, 418 more than root, and a decline of 11%. Re-entering the top 10 after just a week away, two weeks ago it was number 7, last week number 12, this week back up five spots to number 7, Rallyman GT, by Jean-Christophe Bouvier, published by Holy Grail Games, with 19,316, 192 more than terraforming Mars, and a gain of 20%. It appears that it is now fully arriving to backers. At number 6, for the third consecutive week, Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 19,601, 285 more than Rally Man, and a decline of 2.2%. This is Arkham Horror, the card game's 126th week on the chart, moving it into number 4 on the most weeks list, passing Scythe. And next up on that list at 136 weeks, is Android Netrunner. Last week's number one slides back four spots to number five. Eclipse, the second edition, by Tuko Takokalio, published by Lottapellet.fi, with 22,288. That's about 2,700 more than Arkham Horror, though a big decline of 28%. But after... The span from Arkham Horror at number 6 to Root at number 9 was less than 1,000. This is a significantly bigger gap, as is the gap between 5 and 4. After three weeks at number 2, stepping back two spots to number 4, Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games with 26,178, about 3,900 more than Eclipse, in a small decline of just under 
20%. The only game in last week's top 10 to actually gain position, after two weeks at number 4, moving up one spot to number 3, Marvel Champions, by Michael Boggs, Nate French, and Caleb Grace, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 26,428. 250 more than Gloomhaven, and a gain of 17%. That leaves the remaining two new entries. One of them is at number two, returning after three months away and appearing on the chart for only the second time in the past year, Spirit Island by R. Eric Roos, published by Fabled Nexus with 27,102. 674 more than Marvel Champions, a gain of 102%, a little more than double what it had last week when it was number 13. So an 11 position gain to move back into the top 10 for the first time, and again, in three months. Spirit Island's previous peak position was number 3 about a year and a half ago in October of 2018. It did it twice. Now it notches a new personal best, at number two. Why, though, does it have twice as many page views as last week? I don't know. I looked in the forums and didn't really see any indication for why that might be. Uh, so maybe there is some external source pointing toward it. If you know, as usual, drop me a line. Uh, my board game geek username is Auberman, A W E B E R M A N. But at number one, also returning to the chart after just nine weeks away, just two months away, Nemesis by Adam Kwipinski, published by Awaken Realms and Rebel with 37,734, a well more than 10,000 clear of Spirit Island and a gain of 205%, or roughly triple what it had last week when it was number 17. So a 16 position increase for Nemesis. This is its third best view total. The second best view total it had brought it to its previous peak position at number two back in December of 2018. Its highest view total, which was quite a bit more, 52,000, this one was about 37,000, was back in January of 2018 when it was number three. That's because Rising Sun was at number two that week, its first of seven consecutive weeks at number two, and Gloomhaven was a juggernaut at the top of the list with 134,000 views. In fact, uh, the week that Nemesis peaked at number three, uh, Gloomhaven had its fifth best performance of all time. It was on a run of 25 consecutive weeks. That was its 14th and its 38th week overall at number one. But this is the Nemesis's first week ever at number one. And uh, it's the 106th different number one we have had, the sixth new number one in the last seven weeks and the fifth in a row. And I can explain more about how this one got so much attention. And again, it's the uh, brand new and very real shut up and sit down effect. But Nemesis is already a top 50 game 
on, on the site. So this one might stick around a little better than the last few have. This week, we also have eight games in the top 10 with at least 10 weeks on the chart. The only two that don't have that many are Eclipse, the second edition, which has six, and Rallyman GT, which has only three. Uh, the last time we had that mark was a couple times right around the first of the year. Before that, you have to go back to 2018. But what's interesting about uh, this week is not only are all the games that have all, all eight of those games have 10 or more weeks, but they all have 20 or more weeks. That's never happened before. The, uh, the youngest or the youngest of those, that group of eight is Marvel Champions with 24 weeks. For Saturday, March 14th, 2020. <laughs> 